Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. This is the number one daily radio show for realtors looking for a no BS, authentic, real-time coaching experience. What's really working in today's market, how to generate more leads, make more money, and have more time for what you love in your life. And now your hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Welcome back. Today we're talking about how to overcome the most common seller objections. This is a podcast that should be useful for all of you because guess what? The objection handlers you've been using for the last, say, 15 years aren't really going to work in this new market. The sellers are going to become much more emotional, much more fearful, much more particular about who they list with. Now, with that said, guess what? Sellers always ask the same questions, almost always in the same order. In other words, you're rarely going to come across a seller that asks you a question and has an objection that you have not, uh, frankly, come across before um, when you're in the process of becoming a listing agent or being a listing agent. It's sort of interesting. It's almost like the sellers out there must have some sort of you know home selling coach that's telling them what questions to ask of potential listing agents in which order to ask them because it is really unbelievable how frequently they will ask the same questions in the exact same order. This goes from when you're doing proactive lead generation, when you're doing pre-qualifying, and when you're doing, obviously, the listing presentation. So that's good news because now all you have to do is learn what they're going to say and how to overcome their objections, and you're going to be as good as gold. Now, we're going to start out with some very basic stuff and really root through maybe some of your faulty thinking about being a listing agent. The question is, is why aren't you aggressively pursuing being a listing agent? Well, I just said the first one, the obvious one, right? You don't know how to do it. You don't know how to overcome objections. You don't want to be caught in a situation where a seller asks you a question that you don't know the way out of the, uh, you know, essentially the answer to the question. I get it. Makes sense. So we're going to help you on that today. That's right, because knowledge equals confidence and ignorance equals fear. So let's put an end to your avoidance of objections and those bad habits today. You're going to end up setting more appointments faster. You'll get more contracts signed as a result. And today we're going to, of course, educate you, motivate you, and get you into action. So let's start with something basic. Number one, sounds basic, but a lot of agents don't understand this. What even is an objection anyway? Well, an objection is simply an unanswered question or questions in the mind of your prospect. In this case, we're talking mostly about seller prospects. Your job is to answer their question and move the conversation forward towards closing them for either an appointment or a signed contract, depending on the situation you're in. Remember, in this market especially, all markets obviously, but this one especially, knowledge equals confidence, ignorance equals fear. Don't ignore your fear. It just essentially will grow. It manifests to even larger, more uh, powerful levels inside of you if you ignore it. The only way to move past your fear is to acknowledge it and then realize that you're feeling fear because something innate within you is telling you that you're not prepared for this new market. That's the reason that you have to learn the new skills that this market requires. That should be obvious to all of you. Point number two, Julie. Point number two, the problem for most real estate agents is that you do all of your research, all of your preparation, then you show up to a listing appointment, present what you believe the prospect cares about, and then you try to close. All the while, the seller or sellers are holding on to those unanswered questions, you know, the objections we just talked about. They're holding on to those in their head, waiting for you to quit talking, and then they'll blast those objections at you right when you're trying to close. 
This in turn freaks you out, pisses you off internally, leading to the conflict situation that you live in fear of. Now, that's right. Now, Julie and I, before we get to point number three, I'm going to tell you a true story. When Julie and I were selling real estate, we became such prolific lead generators. And frankly, um, we were listing lots and lots of homes that it, it became overwhelming. And I was getting really tired and bored. And so was Julie of going on listing appointments. You know, believe it or not, that is a problem, especially, frankly, when you're in a transitioning market or a balanced market, because uh, to be able to shine above the normal agents in a market like we're in now and the one we're heading, heading into, it's really not that difficult because most, most, most agents won't pivot. They won't transition into the new market with new skills. So like I said, in a market like this, some of the greatest fortunes are always made. And frankly, new kings and queens of the local real estate markets are always crowned during a market like this. So Julie and I had to hire someone to go on listing appointments for us. And this was back in the 90s, early 2000s. And her name was Lisa. Now, Lisa had a real estate license, but she did not have a big real estate selling career. If I remember correctly, prior to working for us, her full-time job, I think may have been working at Longenberger Basket. I think that's right. Yeah. yeah that was out in wherever, Chillicothe, Ohio, sure. I think. A great yeah. people person, but not particularly in sales. Right. Exactly. And so she did, and she's, you know, she didn't have our skill set or our experience or the rest of it, but she had a great personality, right? You're halfway there with a great personality, energy and enthusiasm. Now you're a little bit more than halfway, mm -hmm. but we needed to make it so that her listing, her appointment to close ratio was at least going to be eight to nine out of 10. And ours, Julie and I, generally speaking, individually, we, she and I always used to compete. We'd almost get, it was very rare that we wouldn't list an appointment we went on because we never went on an appointment cold. We always pre-qualified. We always send a pre-listing pack, which is getting to my point. So what we did for Lisa, and obviously we use this for ourselves too, is we wrote down all of the objections that we'd ever heard from a seller. All of the things that maybe uh, put us back on our heels when we were talking to a prospective uh, seller to get their listing, right? You know, why is it, why should I list with you? What is it, your marketing plan? What are you going to be doing, um, you know, for social media? Maybe they're going to ask me about, well, why don't you reduce your commissions? What happens if I'm not happy? What's your communication plan? Term of the contract. A term of the contract. You know, all these different things that sometimes will, you know, really cause agents to, frankly, not even try to be listing agents. Well, we wrote all these down. And then what Julie and I did is we created a pre-listing pack and the pre-listing pack in essence, and we refined it constantly. We're always updating it and changing it. Oh, I heard a new objection, Julie. Never heard this one before. Then we had to add a, a page, for example, about charities. Or I heard another one, Julie, this one's saying, for example, we were competing or I was competing against an agent who was a lone ranger and they were trying to um, make it so that our team was a disadvantage to them as a seller. We got to update the team page. So we went through all these revisions and we didn't stop revising it. We still revise it to this day, at, you know, essentially 25 years later with all of our coaching clients. So what you're getting is the best of breed, essentially state-of-the-art pre-listing pack when you join Premier Coaching. The whole darn point of the pre-listing pack and the way we ask you to deliver it. Get this very clear in your head because it really does work is that the pre-listing pack is supposed to do the work for you prior to you getting there. I'm going to say that again. When you have set the appointment, when you have pre-qualified the seller, you know their motivation, and when you send the pre-listing pack, and there's a couple other little steps in there that you'll learn as part of our listing process when you join Premier Coaching, the pre-listing pack does the selling for you. It overcomes the objections for you. The seller is going to read the pre-listing pack. They're going to identify whatever objections they may have had, and that is going to result in when you show up, all of the stress is going to be out of the room. All of the emotional, essentially, you know, 
fear that you have about being a listing agent. Even if you're a seasoned listing agent, it's going to be gone because all those gnarly questions that a seller can sometimes, you know, pull out of the air are all covered. They're all answered. Conflict or potential conflict or perceived conflict, right? So that is point number three. Your solution is to send your silent salesperson, that's your pre-listing package, prior to the listing, which answers all of the common objections that Tim just ran through. It answers all of those common objections for you, thus eliminating that potential conflict. A powerful, proven, and unique to you pre-listing package will make it so all you have to do is discuss price, answer a few questions, and have a very simple and logical close which leads me to point number four, if you're ready. Well, I want to tell them about something that's included sure. in the pre-listing pack. Now, this is not something we normally talk about because frankly, in the past, when I've mentioned this, it sometimes pisses agents off. You know what I'm about to talk about, I do. Right? It's yeah. super competitive. But it's super competitive. But guess what? I don't care. I mean, when we are selling real estate, hopefully when you guys are selling real estate, the job is to help the seller make the right decision who they're going to choose to be their listing agent. So Julie and I thought, well, wouldn't it be fun if we were to give the seller a list of questions to use when interviewing other agents prior to us getting there. And we coach you how to do all this. We coach you what to say and how to say it. And we coach and train you to always try to position yourself. Well, I'd say nine times out of 10, position yourself so you're the last agent that the seller is going to talk to. But this was a list of really gnarly questions that the seller is supposed to use when they're interviewing your potential competitors. And you always include this list. So what we did is we came up with 20 or 25 questions and you guys get this as part of Premier Coaching. And you can, frankly, you can t- remove some of them if you don't like them. But they're questions like, how long have you been selling real estate? Remember, this is a seller asking your competing, asking the agent you're competing against. Maybe you don't like that question, maybe you do. Well, here's one all of you have to leave in. What's your list to sell price ratio? What's your average days in the market? You know, are you, are, do you offer a seller communication guarantee? What happens if I'm not satisfied with the service that I'm providing? All these really, really tough, gnarly questions. How many houses like mine have you sold? What is your, you know, you're talking about, uh, like, for example, a lot of agents will talk about their awards. I'm double diamond, ruby, you know, whatever, whatever. Well, that doesn't really mean anything. And it's designed, those awards are obviously designed to make it so the seller doesn't think to ask what the hell that actually means. So in this questionnaire, it's called the Complete Seller Survival Guide, right? It is. It's there in the pre-listing pack. You give that to your seller. And if an agent's trying to avoid the question, how many homes that they have they sold, uh, by t- uh, bragging about some sort of you know nondescript award, the seller is going to know to ask the drill down question. Now, let's say you're a new agent. This information is especially powerful when you're a new agent because what you can use is you can use your local broker and you disclose it. I'm not even remotely suggesting you don't disclose it. But as opposed to saying I sold, you say we sold. How many houses did you sell in the uh, in the last 12 months? We sold this many homes. Here's the list of the homes that we sold. And if you're say for example an EX Realty agent, you're part of our EXP Realty group. Mm-hmm. And if you're interested in joining EXP Realty and you're interested in having Julie and I as your EXP Realty sponsor, the answer is yes. We'd love the opportunity to earn the right to be your sponsor. We'd be honored to do so. You can text me directly at 512-758-0206, 512-758-0206. But what's going to happen is the seller is going to have all the tough questions in front of them to ask any competing agents, but also, and here's the way the reason it works. I want you to uh, visualize an eight and a half by 11 piece of paper with say as many questions as you want and don't just use lightweight questions. You got to use the tough questions. You got to choose the questions that you would live in fear of a seller asking you. Those are the seller questions that you want on there. And so what Julie and I did, and you guys can see this in far as pre, uh, uh, you know, the um, premier coaching, is there would be a question. So question number one might be, for example, 
you know, what's your average list to sell price ratio? Or what's the average absorption of homes similar to mine that you've sold? Or things like that, right? You guys, some of you don't know what the heck I'm talking about. That's the reason you join coaching. These are the types of questions that you're living in fear of a seller asking you. Well, you should, especially if you don't understand what I'm saying. This is the reason you need to get, need to get trained up ASAP. Then what's going to happen? The seller is going to ask the prospective agent, let's say, for example, what's your, what's your list to sell price ratio? And then underneath the question, there's going to be a place where the seller is going to be one, two, and three, and you're number four, but you're already, your answer is already filled out. So if the seller is interviewing, and this is going to happen a lot in a market like this, three other agents or two other agents, they're going to write down the answers that those other agents said. Your answer is pre-filled out on the bottom and your answer will actually give your uh, uh, you know, your list to sell price ratio. That way what happens, there's two benefits to doing that. When a seller, so for example, let's say your list to sell price ratio is 99.4%. That's what Julie and I was when we sold real estate. So your you know, answer one, answer two, answer three, answer four is you know Tim and Julie and says, our average, Tim and Julie's average list to sell price ratio is 99.4%. The average list to sell price ratio uh, with Columbus Board of Realtors might have been, I don't remember, like 92.3%. And then the last bit would be, what does an additional 4% mean to you when selling your home? Now, I we put all that information there because it's A, making it so the seller knows what we do. B, it's giving them, uh, essentially, it's telling them why they should care. So here's what the benefit is when it comes to listing with Julie and I, but here's also why you should care. And here's what the average is. Now, here's what happens. You're obviously giving them a whole bunch of information. Remember, this is all getting to them prior to you going on the appointment. But then if they're asking the other agents those questions, what's going to happen? And you will, remember, I told you this, the other agents won't know the answer to the question. And the other, and the, you'll see, because you'll see when the when you show up at the seller's house, chances are they'll leave that little you know, questionnaire out for you to see, or they might leave it out by accident, or frankly, they might use it when asking questions of you, even though your answer's right there. You know, so what they're going to, you're going to be able to see that they tried to ask Bob the list of sell price ratio question and Bob may have not known the answer. So maybe Bob had no answer. Then they asked Sally the same question. She was the second agent they interviewed. And then there was uh, some notes jobbered down because Sally, uh, she didn't know the answer. Not only did she not know the answer, she tried to just make it up, right? Sell her write down like a bunch of question marks or something exactly. like that because they didn't really get the answer. Exactly. And then you go through the whole thing and what you always see, especially if you have like 10 or 15 or even 20 questions, just depends how you want to do it. What you'll always see is the seller stops asking questions around question four or around question five. And that's the part that's actually quite amazing because what's happened, don't worry about it. What's happened is the seller has given up with those agents because they can see based on the, you know, essentially the key that you gave them, what a actual answer should look like and what the actual average is. It gives you an unfair advantage and it makes it so your competitors for the most part are going to take themselves out of the market marketplace out of the market for that listing that is very aggressive but that is also doing something that's in the best interest of the seller because you're helping the seller choose the best agent for them yes your goal is to win yes you're in a competitive listing environment and yes you have to essentially stack the cards in your favor that's what you're doing hey guess what your competitors could have done the same thing your competitors could have joined our coaching program and have this same information by the way great news for you joining premier coaching is free 
Text the word Premier to 47372. Text the word Premier to 47372. Um, or frankly, just you can also go to members.timandjulieharris.com, members.timandjulieharris.com. But the easy button is obviously just to text the word Premier to 47372. And you get access to a lot of what we've talked about, but you also get access to a whole bunch of other content 100% for free. And you also, best part, get a coaching session every workday with one of our Harris certified coaches, a live coaching session. You're looking at them. They're looking at you. This is your opportunity to actually move forward in your business and root the fear out of your mind. So text the word premier to 47372 or just go to members.timandjulieharris.com. That's right. So point number four, the definition of close. Remember, that's the whole point of having your pre-listing package is to make your closing easier instead of making your attempt to close full of objections. The definition of close is the logical ending to a great presentation. If you didn't have a great presentation, the seller was hanging on to their questions or objections the whole time, then closing is uncomfortable and awkward. But when you do have a great presentation, starting with sending your pre-listing package, especially the tools that Tim just laid out for you, which answers their questions before you show up, then closing is a breeze. I remember when we started doing that, it was so much easier. Your pre-listing package, not point number five, handles all the most common objections that you live in fear of, such as, well, we just gave them a lot to you, right? What is your you know, commission? Is your commission flexible? Will you reduce your commission? If I do multiple transactions with you, will you charge me less? You know, what happens if I'm not happy? What's your, what's your communication guarantee? What are you doing for marketing? What's your involvement in our community? You never get that question, but that page is in there. It's called giving back. You know, all these different types of things, like why should I list with you versus somebody else? Why shouldn't I list with the most experienced agent in the marketplace versus you? You're just an individual agent and the other agent has a big team. Why should I list with you, right? So you can use the lack of a team as an advantage in seller's eyes, but you can also, if you have a team, use it as a disadvantage if you're competing against a single agent. These are all the things you'll learn how to do in Premier Coaching. I know a lot of you have never really had, if we're being honest, you've never had to compete for your listing appointments. Maybe you're not even your buyer sides. All of that is changing in front of you. When you see an agent who sold a lot of houses and then the market shifts and then they're selling far fewer, it's because they did not keep up with the skill set necessary for the new market. You cannot allow that to happen for, to you because reality of it is, is when you have the skill set for this market, you do have an amazingly unfair advantage, which will put you in a position to help more people and make more money. Next question, Julie, or next point. That's right. Point number six. Oh, and by the way, you can't assume that all of your past clients and sphere are just automatically going to use you. So the next final point here is number six. Okay, so your broker supplies you with a pre-listing package, but that doesn't answer what makes you different. It just answers what makes you the same, the same as every other agent in your brokerage. So you need a personalized pre-listing package highlighting your unique selling propositions, those are your USPs, so that you are the clear, unquestionable choice, like using the questions that you explain to them. So here's what you're gonna do. You're gonna join Premier Coaching, you're going to get access, to, and we're gonna teach you how to use every single page and explain every single aspect of the pre-listing pack. By the way, the pre-listing pack is essentially also the framework for your listing appointment, which we also teach you in Premier Coaching. But you can personalize, not to an extent where you're going to take the bite out of the point of the actual pre-listing pack, but where you can personalize it. Your name, your logo, your picture, obviously, your information, your particulars, all of those bona fides go on the pre-listing pack. That's what we want you to do. And if you don't want to do it yourself, we do have somebody on staff that can do all that for you. And then what, imagine when you have your completed pre-listing pack, I actually 100% 
Remember, when Julie and I sold real estate, our office, where we had a stack of these things, and we also took some on each of our cars, and the pre-listing packs were in these beautiful white folders, uh, and there were the folders were shiny. I mean, I remember them, and they, the pages were indexed perfectly. The colors were great. We were super proud of this pre-listing pack because we knew nobody had anything that was anywhere close to our pre-listing pack. So when we had an opportunity, oh, there's a new expired, we would go over and knock on the door. If we heard, if we saw a FISBO, we'd go knock on the door. If we heard about any opportunity, we have those pre-listing packs and we would be excited and motivated to go present those to a prospective seller because we were no longer living in fear of getting any questions we wouldn't know the answers to. Guys, that is called power and that comes from skill. So if you're feeling fear in this market, it's because you know you probably, well, definitely don't have the skill to uh, thrive, let alone survive in this market. Do something about it before it's too late. Well, it's interesting how much the pre-listing package motivates agents to get into action, just like it did us. You were just like dying to go meet with that for sale by owner versus living in fear. Well, you know, I would door knock them, but what if I get stuck? What if they ask me something? I don't know what to say. I don't know how to say it. I don't know what to do. So I'm just going to keep driving. Well, you know, some of the best stories and some of the best emails we get are from, frankly, our brand new agents Mm -hmm. who really have like some of them, the the agent number on their license isn't even dried yet. The ink is still drying. But they, you know, they're sometimes some of the best ones because they will learn how to, uh, you know, pre-qualify. I'm sorry. They'll learn how to proactively lead generate, pre-qualify. They won't say my better, you know, my way is better than Tim and Julie. I'm not going to ask that question or I don't like that question. They're just going to do what they're told. They do what they're told. They get the results that essentially the results that everyone else gets that follows the system as well. Then they send the pre-listing pack. Then they, obviously there's a couple little nuanced things you're supposed to do between then and when you actually go on the appointment. And then when you go on the listing appointment, when they've reviewed the pre-listing pack, you're not, you might be a little bit nervous, especially if you're new, but you know, you're not going to get the questions that frankly, you're living in fear of having asked of you because the sellers already read the question, read the objection. You've already overcome it before you get there. And then when you get to the house, it's not some big three ring binder with you and your dog and your cat and all your community involvement. And here's my 17 kids, my 27 chickens. Yes, that is what a lot of listing agents do. They try to win it through our beauty contest or they try to, you know, fake random. That is not what a seller wants. The seller doesn't even want you in their house, okay? The seller wants you out of there as fast as possible. By delivering the pre-listing pack, inside the pre-listing pack is also, you ready for this listeners? The seller survival guide that we told you about. In addition to that, we want you to put the CMA don't put a price, put a price range. We explain how to do that in, in Premier Coaching. And we also want you to put the actual listing paperwork already filled out with sign here, sign here, sign here, those little stickers. I know that's very aggressive. Some of you are going, I would never do that. Well, guess what? That's the reason that you're going to get beat a lot on listing appointments. I told you guys this was aggressive, but here's what's going to happen. Here's what the seller wants you to do. I want you to get really clear in your head. They don't want you in their house for longer than you have to be there. So when you are delivered, when you pre-qualified them, you know what their motivation is. When you've delivered the pre-listing pack, when you've done it exactly the way we prescribed that you do it, you will find when you get to the house, oftentimes the seller has already signed the listing paperwork. I, Julie and I, and many story many, many times. We, we've had, we've rolled up into sellers' houses. We've had coaching clients have experienced this before. You go knock on the door. The, the seller knows the process. They have to sign the paperwork. They know the next thing, next thing that's going to happen is someone's going to come out and take pictures and help them prepare the house. That was part of the system you guys learned in Premier Coaching. The seller will be waiting for us at the door and just give us the paperwork back. They didn't even want us in the house. Nope. Perfectly fine with me. 
And that happened over and over and over again. And they'll cancel the other agent's appointments based on the either crap that was sent ahead of time that didn't make any sense to the seller or worse, because you were the only agent that didn't send anything at all. Well, that's the reason a lot of new agents will dominate in a market like this, because the grizzled veterans are complacent and have never developed anything like this because they've never had to because they've only been in the business for 15 years or less. They truly don't know how to compete in a market like this. Between your eyes information, guys, I'm sorry if I'm offending any of you, but I'm being honest. This is really what you need to learn. Learn this now before you learn it through failure. Save yourself the pain, the anguish, and the loss of revenue. Learn all of this now. So a new agent follows the system, follows the plan. A new agent then is going to start taking listings. And those are the fa my favorite communications. Mine do. They're, it's, it's like they're virtually instantly competitive. And <laughs> yeah. the cool thing about that, new agents who are listening, or maybe failure to launch agents that have been struggling, the cool thing is once you have a few of those victories under your belt, you are just unstoppable. You, you are, are so motivated and you get into action. You get profitable very quickly and you don't get tempted by stupid things like buying leads, building your brand because you get addicted to winning. And then, of course, getting the results for your sellers. And you say, lather, rinse, repeat. I have a system in place versus feeling like I don't know what to do. I don't know what to say. I don't know. You know, the reason the sellers ask you to cut your commission is because you didn't educate them not to ask that. And it's the only way that they can level the playing field. You don't need a whole bunch of ninja objection handlers. You don't have to feel like you're arm wrestling with the seller. Frankly, if you're in that situation when you're sitting across the seller at a listing appointment, you've probably already lost. It's because you didn't send the pre-listing pack. And I'll even go as far as to say this. When we do hear from one of you and you say, Tim, I followed your system exactly and I didn't take the listing. Here is exactly how this, uh, the coaching call will go. I'll ask you and I'll quiz you and I'll challenge you because I guarantee you, you did not follow the system exactly the way it was supposed to go. You skipped a step. You just sent the pre-listing package without the other steps. Right. Or you skip, sent the pre-listing package, but you didn't actually confirm that the seller, this is one of the things you have to do before going on the appointment, actually uh, received it and actually opened it and actually read it. You can do all that prior to going on the appointment. Or in some cases, you didn't set yourself to go on the appointment last. All these little technical things make a massive difference. But once you get them down, guys, once you start winning. Now, again, this market, this market, unlike, say, for example, six or eight months ago, does allow new agents to start dominating because the grizzled veterans are not going to be competitive because they're so complacent because they're used to getting the business handed to them. This, those grizzled veterans with the listings are the same ones that are going to start having expired listings. Are you putting this together in your head, listeners? Those expired listings. So you're no longer competing with Big Bob in the neighborhood, right? Big Bob didn't get the house sold. So Big Bob's are, you know listings are going to start expiring. You start picking up those expireds those expired listings. You could be like Julie and I were in your early 20s and all of a sudden start, frankly, competing and winning against agents who've been in the business for decades because you followed the system. It is amazing. It is exciting. And this is your way forward. Uh, guys, listen, don't hide from the change in the economy. Don't hide from the change in the housing market. Embrace it. Be competitive. Realize there has not been probably for, you know, frankly, in this way, there's not been a better like more people are going to need more help now than probably since the housing crash, honestly. For sure. It's not just about getting a transaction done in a lot of cases, guys. You're going to have to learn the art and the science of, you know, essentially being a real estate practitioner, but also being a little bit of a psychologist because a lot of that's going to be necessary because people are going to be as certainly as the economy becomes more challenging, they're going to be 
um, you know, very fearful. You cannot allow that to happen to you. Otherwise, you'll become incredibly ineffective at actually being a powerful listing agent. Take this stuff seriously, guys. This is your way forward. Here's your simple step now. Just text the word Premier to 47372. Text the word Premier to 47372. Or just go to members.timandjulieharris.com. Remember, when texting, message and data rates may apply. Have a fantastic day. We'll talk with you on the show tomorrow. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.